0: ready for the war ready for the war All right. I hope somebody says, let's say this together our father, you know son like you mean it our father, in the name of your son Jesus, we receive revelation that is found in Christ there is no confusion there is no contradictions in this atmosphere, we behold you as we see ourselves in you. your name alone is glorified and we are fire. Amen amen Amen. all right flowing with the local church or flowing with the spirit in the local church um ephesians 4 ephesians 4 verse 11 to 16 a lot of faces are not in church this morning i think we need to do better to reach out to a lot of people amen ephesians 4 verse 11 to 16 Since he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the mayor of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and corny craftiness, whereby they lay in weight, whereby they, they lie in wait to deceive, and as it for speaking the truth in love, we may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole bodily body fitly joined and to joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied according to the effectual working of the mayor of every part, make it increase in the body and also the edifying of itself in love. And we said, <clears throat> in a local church, a local church supplies you with nourishment. We said, um, the essence of a local church is so that you are supplied with nourishment, is so that you are equipped, is so that you grow And you can be someone that can function and be a blessing to others. So that means the essence of a local church is for you to grow spiritually, is for you to be equipped, is for you to be edified as a Christian. I would say the whole body, we do its part. I would say um, our responsibility, uh, I explained to you the responsibility of a pastor, And as a pastor, a pastor feeds you the work. A pastor's responsibility or primary responsibility is to feed you. And I said, local church is as strong as how they yield themselves to be fed. So that means if you came to church this morning and decide not to be fed God's word, you're not going to be blessed. You're not going to take, or let's say you're not going to reap or the full effect of the meeting. So that means I must pay attention to my growth and to the growth of the church. So that means the growth and the nutrition of a local church is in all the members. We said that, we said a church is as strong as what it feeds on. That is, if you feed on a wrong diet, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be, uh, uh, science We say, you're going to be malnourished. Is there a word like that? I think that's a word. You're going to be malnourished as if you feed on a wrong diet. So, uh, and in First Peter 2.2, it says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the world, that ye may grow thereby. So that means the responsibility and the function of a church is to feed you. First Corinthians 3 says, I could not speak unto you as unto Cana, but as unto babes even as you're not go to spiritual even as unto kindle but even as unto babes in Christ so that means it's as a function of being fed a lot of believers don't like the teaching of God's word i don't see i don't believe anybody doesn't like it in this in this place but some people are somewhere outside they don't like the teaching of God's word they just want uh, they call it SMS, short message, short, short message sermon or something like that. That's one of the very short sermon that they would just take and say, this is my word for the week, this is my word for the day, and all of those things. So they, 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 they struggle the, they struggle when the teaching of God's word is being thought. And I, and I tell them, I say, that's basically a function of your spiritual life because you are not being thought properly. Uh, we, we said a local church that doesn't, we said as you partake and contribute in the local church, the function of a local church is seen in how the believers are built. And I said, a pastor online can't bless you that much. A pastor you don't know, a pastor you just see on TV, every maybe service can't bless you. Or maybe a TikTok pastor that doesn't know you. In Hebrews 13, we looked at Hebrews 13, verse 17. We said, obey them that have rule over you for they watch over your soul. And I'm wondering how a TikTok pastor is going to fulfill that function. Or how an Instagram pastor or how a Facebook pastor is going to do. Now, somebody will say, oh, does that mean that we cannot? I'm also on social media myself. I'm on Facebook, I have people who reach out to me and say, they, will, they love what I'm doing, they love what we are doing, we want to follow you. There was somebody I had to engage, even, I think that was last week. The person said, they love what we are doing, we want to follow you, we want to, I just, um, how do I be a part? And the person is in another country. And I said, well, is it that there's no local church in that place? Because uh, as, as much as we want our ministry to get to those places too, we want to do it the right way. I asked the person, I said, "Is it that there's no local church in your surroundings, what church do you go? I'm not going to sit down, I'm not going to be a party of you sitting down at home on a Sunday morning just because you are following me and you won't go to church. Then the person was like, ah, it seems like your own is different. I said, exactly what it is. So if you want to follow me, well, go on SoundCloud, listen to our sermons, just be listening, but you must be in a local church. Ensure you are feeding on. The person said, hey, the person complained about so many local churches, including churches I even no. Ah, That's when I told you ah, there's a problem looming somewhere. Because if you can complain about churches you I even own, You are going to complain about my own too. So, and a lot of believers are like that. So, these are sermons you don't really hear so much, especially in our today's world, because what people are based on or feeding on is that they just want one short ping they will just <sighs> help them and all of those things. So when you are talking about, sort of the they feel gittery? Oh, and that's because why you feel tree is just because you are guilty of it. Because if they are telling you the truth, uh, you are actually abiding in the truth. You will not feel gittery. These are just little truth. A lot of people don't, uh, and you wonder why does why is your life not moving forward? Uh, why is your life not progressing? It's, it's just some basic, life has basic principles and laws. And I keep saying this and as much as people have to understand. I'll keep saying it. You can't commit somewhere and expect that you won't see tremendous growth or tremendous increase or tremendous impact in your place. But you are already distorted. You follow this pastor for prosperity. You follow this pastor for finance. You follow this pastor for love. You follow this pastor for teaching. You follow this pastor for prayer. Your life is going to be in shambles. You've got to stay somewhere and commit somewhere. So we started looking at that. I would say The function of a local church is seen in how he builds and nourishes the members. The text we just read in Ephesians 4, verse 11, let go, let's, read it, let's look at it again. It says he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. For what reason? Let's read the verse 12. Let's read it together. One, to ready, go. For the perfecting of the saints. Why? The For the work. So the work of a pastor is to perfect you perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry so that means a believer in the local church must be given to the responsibility of ministry what is ministry ministry is from the greek word diakonia in the greek it means it simply means service service so that means As you are seated here, my responsibility is to ensure you are in an active service to God. Not even to men. I'm doing my responsibility now. Who am I serving this morning? Who am I serving this morning? I'm serving you. I'm teaching you the Word. Now, the question is, there must be a reciprocal of those things. So that means a good member of a local church must be committed to the work of the ministry. What is the work of the ministry? That means he must be committed to the building, to service of others. Because it is for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So that means i teach you so that you can grow and teach others. That's your responsibility. So I'll teach you so you can grow and you teach others. That same others you teach, you teach them, they will grow. That others will teach others. Those others, that's the reciprocal. Jesus trained 12 disciples. Those 12 disciples reached us today. Imagine those disciples were just sitting there and just say, Wow, Jesus is gone. Who? wow, glory. Hope you know we won't have Christianity as it is today. But those disciples, they got busy, they thought others, and there was that reciprocal till we, we got to supernatural community just today. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? That's the local church. He says in verse 14 that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried by with every wind. Those are questions you ask yourself. Okay. What do I want for my life? Do I want to stay here? Or do I want to be on Facebook and just be enjoying a service on Facebook? Some people say, oh, online service. How does an, How is that a service? How is an online service a service? You sit on your bed, roll on your roll road your blanket, and you say that's an online service? You say you're in service. We just finish service. That can't be a service. Service is the fact that you dressed up, had your bit, dressed up, took your drive, came to church. That's service. Yeah. You serve people, you arrange the chairs, the media, you put things together, things move around. That's service. You're helping people, putting things in place. Working together, praying with the church, working with believers, helping, making sure that people are picked up from where they ought to pick up. We, you know, you are working effectively. Look at what it says in verse 16. It says, "From whom the whole bodily fitly joined together, compartment by this, every joint supplies, according to the efficient working of every part, so that is in the body of Christ or in the local church, everybody is doing their part, so that we can all fitly come together." So, our gathering serves the purpose of, of how to be built or how we are going to be built in the local church. That's what our gathering is for. So, the responsibility of every believer is service. Service. Tell your neighbor, and say service. service. you it not sound like you mean it? Service. So, ask your neighbor Are you in an active service to the Lord? What's the response? Everybody say yes. Really? Everybody's just... Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you in an active service to the Lord? So, we said that as believers, we must understand that when we come together, Our coming together is for us to be built. It's for us to be built up. That's the purpose of our coming together. So, you are in service today so that you can grow, so that you can function, so that you can edify one another, so that you can receive, your ministry can be built up, right? Because it says, for for the work of the ministry. Your ministry can be built. I'm going to emphasize that ministry very soon. Well, look at 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26. We were there last week, but let's look at it. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. It says, How is it then, brethren, when ye come together? Every one of you, at a what? A psalm, at a doctrine, at a thong, at a revelation, at an an interpretation. He says, let all things be what? Be done unto edifying. So that means, every time we gather, we must have the same goal in mind. Every gathering of the local church is to serve one purpose, and the purpose is Edification. What is edification? Edification in the Greek is from the word oikodomio. It means to build, to promote the growth of another. To build, to promote the growth of one another. We looked at 1 Corinthians eleven seventeen last week. We said some people come together for wars, right? For division. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 17. It says now in this I declare unto you, I praise you that ye come together not for the better, but what? For the worse. For the worse. So as we said, some people can come together for division. Why some can come together to promote the growth of one another? Some people can come together for division why some can come together, for what? For edification. And I said, a local assembly that is divided can't build anything. Oh, yeah, they can. They can't build anything. And I said, the the members of a local assembly play a major role in supporting because we can either help we said we can either help or build or destroy the ministry in our midst we said the corinthian church were responsible for the problems that were happening in the church so we said division starts from coming to a local church with a different purpose than blessing we we addressed that last week we said where we come together, why do we come together? We come together to be edified, right? We come together to be blessed. So that means when you were coming this morning, what was on your mind? To sightsee? Mm-mm. When sightseeing, um, let me just come and warm the bench. Which other to do again? when you want to come and be a a spectator just to come and look and observe, that's a division. Because we are not coming with the same mindset and same goal. But if all our mindset, if all our goal is for edification, we are going to be blessed. And as our camp meeting is approaching, we must have one mindset. One goal. Okay, when we are coming for camp meeting, what's on our minds? Edification, right? So we are not coming to be a spectator, right? We are not coming to be what? Um, just an observer. Just to see how it goes. Right? And that is why you see that active, you see why every believer of a local show should be a worker. Because if they are a worker, they can't have that mindset. They want to make sure that everything goes well. I don't know if I'm talking about, I don't know if I'm talking well. If you are a worker or you are putting, the, or maybe you are the one that cleaned the church, or you are part of the people that decorated the meeting. Hope you know what will be on your mind will not be, let me just come and observe. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You, you won't have that mindset of, let me just come and sit down and look at what's going on. Let me just check what's, let me just observe. What will be on your mind will be like, ha, ha, it's our meeting. Let's put it all together. Are you seeing it? Because it helps. You see, it also helps your mind. Imagine you a part of people who set up the technical this morning or who opened the door. Or who woke up very early, picked people, do everything. You know, your mindset won't be, ah, your mindset will be that everybody is blessed, including yourself. I don't know if if I'm communicating, let me see your hands. Okay. Because it really helps. It really helps. Now, camp meeting is coming. Somebody say, oh, what do I do in camp meeting? There's the transportation team. There's feeding team. We need we need more hands. We need people to feed. So we say, but we are not sleeping over. So where are we feeding? Well, we just want to at least help those who is who will be lodging in their hotels and even you, maybe you can eat too. There's feeding team. There is um, sanitation to make sure that uh, after a session the hall is the hall is arranged properly. There is um, decoration team we would have to make sure that the place is beautified make sure that at least we have when the camera captured the place or snap the picture you say oh, wow, welcome to church not the one we put uh, cutting and just uh, <laughs> you know we decorate it upstairs we just put all black to make sure that there's no distraction outside. <laughs> There's the technical. I know those ones, they don't even want anybody to join them again. Those ones are very selfish. Please, 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 don't, don't spoil our wire. Please, 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 please. please. <laughs> those ones are very selfish. <laughs> There's the information booth, but you don't even know. You, don't even, you have not even heard any message on SoundCloud. How do you want to be an information booth person? <laughs> <laughs> there's information booth where you can just ask people. Oh, I have a question about this material you have not even read the material all the material we have had in church and you have been in this church for almost one year you oh, they say take one material after service you don't even know what is there then if, and you want to be an information booth person isn't that these things are not isn't that you are to be blamed and you come to church at least every Sunday. And as the material come, you bypass it every day. You see the table there. You just be looking at it. Like, hmm? the, fact, the ones you've taken home, you say is, you will read it. You have never read it. It's just there on your table at home looking at you. You are staring at it. In fact, you have used it to wrap balls. You, <laughs> 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 you have just used it to, to pastries. You have used it. In fact, after a while, the dust in your house is already there. So somebody will ask you, come meet and say, uh, "What's that material about?" You say, "Well, wow, oh wow, you know." And maybe the person, uh, maybe the person ask you, "Have you, have you been in this church?" I say, "Yeah, I've been uh, in this church for like a couple of like six months, three months." "Oh yeah." So this material in my house, what's it about? You say, "Ah." Just read it. (laughs) (laughs) He said, just read it. He said it will really bless you. He did not bless you. How do you know it's going to bless the other person? (laughs) Maybe the material is what does God really want? Somebody asks you, what does God really want? Say, just to be, just to be with us. (laughs) He just wants to bless us. Say don't worry, just read it. It's scripture, scripture, they are just putting it there. You see? You are to be blamed. Tell your neighbor, you are to be blamed. You are to be blamed. See, they are not talking. Tell your neighbor, you are to be blamed. Exactly. People from other states, will come, camp meeting, you see people come from different states, they'll ask you, you know, this has been a blessing to me, this has, this has you know, and you, You that you are seated here every Sunday bypassing the material. You don't even know if there is material in church. You don't even know. Some of you have never shared church thing on your page before. But on your story or your Instagram is picture upon picture. Uh, The angles is clear. But just to repost on your story we never say post it on your replay Your story. No. <laughs> You're a believer now. You're a member of a family. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we say, Pastor, why are you talking like this? Why should I not talk like that? <laughs> You're a member of a family. These are teachings that you, people don't want to teach in the body of Christ. So, me, I will teach it. Oh. Want to. I told you this is. You are not paying me. I'm not collecting money from Spadaia Community church, church. I'm not on any payroll. I mean, it's not wrong. Pastors do it, but I mean, thats not my own consecration. It's not, I, will, I don't collect money. They say they say I collect paycheck. No, it's not wrong. Though. People do it. I mean, to help them, but I me, mean, I'm not. I don't do it. So I, would, so I can save the truth very well. <laughs> I can say the truth as it is. They will like be angry. say, you are not paying me. Hallelujah, praise, praise God. God. Some people, do we ask them? So, okay, let's do a test. When is the date of camp meeting? No, no, ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. The you see, when is the date of camp? See, see, look at, look at, look at it. Look at m- members. See, <laughs> have you ask your neighbour? Have you have you started? Okay, look at something. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Ask your neighbour. Have you started planning, working your time around it? Wait, Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Ask your neighbour now. Have you started planning and taking off? Taking time, working your schedule. If you have school, you are daily doing your assignments in advance. You are telling your professor, okay, this and that. That, that. have you asked your neighbor? Have you started doing it? Or all you are just doing is excuse. Uh, Hallelujah, excuse me, Hallelujah. See, everybody is just talking. Who's? So. But you know why you will give excuse? Let me tell you something. You know, hallelujah. You know, you know why some of you will give excuse? Because you are not the one preaching. If they told you, or if I told you and I said, don't worry, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. November 15 to 19, and a thousand dollars for each session. You know, we have for almost eleven sessions. So that's how many thousand? That's eleven thousand dollars. I said And I say, say, um, $1,000 per session. (laughs) Somebody say, Pastor, why is the date even small? Five days is not enough. Imagine they told you, or we said, brethren, per session you come, $1,000, just to sit down and attend. No, just imagine, deep what I just said. Just for sitting down. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but just imagine, they say, per session you show up, $1,000. Hope you know. Before they open the door, you don't say, gate open. Before gate open, you're already parked outside. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I've never been to interview before. Where your life depends on that interview, they don't have to remind you. You know they will still do reminder and say, "Please be there fifteen minutes before." You fifteen minutes. You'll have there one hour before. That's because it means a lot to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, look at something. Imagine they told you that today, this Sunday service, if you come early. The first person to come to service, $10,000. Hope you know you will not need a ride. You will book Uber. No Bukuba. Huh? No, <laughs> <laughs> Hope you know they say $10,000. First person to step their feet to this door. Hope you know by 6. You know, service starts at 10 a.m. Hope you know by 5 a.m. People will have been parked outside waiting for the door to open. Yes. I remember years ago when we were going to the embassy for an interview to come to the United States of America Then this was quite some years ago. The interview was stated to be I think 10 a.m. or so. Guess when we left the house? 2 a.m. We were debated. <laughs> My mother said, no, just in case. So we sat there at the gate, just you know, praying and just trusting God. I'm not joking. 2 a.m. And we were not, we we're just, I mean, 30 minutes away or 40 minutes away. It's not as if we were five hours away. That's because it meant a lot. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, if. If you say you if you say you are truly a Christian and you are born again. <laughs> They're born again and born again. And you are born again. Nobody have to nobody have to tell you take time off. Yes. Nobody have to. Interestingly the week of coming, I have a lot of exams. But I still I will still preach. (laughs) So it's not it's not it's not it's not no matter the excuse you want to give, I have more. There are some business exams that I am supposed to write that I have to postpone. Yes, because it must be done. God's work must be done. So as I'm teaching you in committee, I'm going home to go and take an exam. That's the truth. God's work must be done. But many of us we don't take it as priority. And that's because you don't serve, you don't care, you just sit down, blessed, and go. Obviously, you'll be blessed. But now that you've been blessed, or that you have been blessed, or that you are going to be blessed, why not be a blessing to others? Hope you know we say if we say. If you bring, there are churches that do this. Oh yes, I'll tell you. Churches that do this. Bring one member tomorrow, on next Sunday, and get hundred dollars. Yes, there are churches that do it. They tell their workers, they teach their workers. If you bring a member tomorrow, on next Sunday, <coughs> they bring a newcomer, you will be paid. How do you know that? <laughs> you will resign for your job. You will just be doing is to be your Walmart every day. Yes. So, my other competitions every Sunday, follow me because you know that you get money. So, if we imagine we say, if you bring 10 people for camp meeting, get them to register $200. That's how much? That's 2000 Just 10 ah, You see it as quick cash. And you bring yourself, including. <laughs> that's how much. Eighteen thousand. Ah, you seem, you see like the money. For is... <laughs> you, just... eighteen thousand. Quick cash. You just say, "Hey, come meet this my season of making money. This is peak season. <laughs> peak peak season of money. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You will do it." But the reason why you are not talking to anybody about it is because it's not a priority to you. I don't even know, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't understand what I'm saying, let me see your hand. This is why you're not talking. It's because it's not a priority to you, and that's wrong. You can be a member of a local church or say you committed somewhere and not be involved. Because the truth of the matter is, the church is already involved with your life. Then the only little thing we have that the church is asking for you is just to be involved and help make sure that things are, you know, we are all working together for the same goal. And we said, in that 1 Corinthians 11, 17, it says, I praise you that ye come together, not for the better, but for the worse. So that means our coming together can be for the worse. And the Corinthian church, what were they doing? They want to share only communion. On bread and wine, one person will carry all the bread and juice and run home. <laughs> you don't understand? The bread that the old church was to eat. <laughs> Paul now has to tell them, ah, have you two have houses where you can eat or drink this? They don't care. If anybody say, what's my own? Huh? And that's because they come in division. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's because they come in division. Some people are not interested in what is going on in church. We say we are on SoundCloud, they don't even care. We say we are on Spotify, they don't care. We say we are on Apple Podcasts, they don't care. Some people they if they ask them, what's the what's the website of your church? Uh the church have website? They don't even know. They don't even know. That's terrible. That's terrible. They don't even know. And you come every Sunday for just to warm the bench? That's not how to be a good church member. No, that's not how to be a good church member. We said, flowing with the local church. And we said, if everybody decides to do what they like, the church will enter a, a state of chaos. Just like in the book of Judges. It says, Everybody did what is right in their own side. That can be orderly. There must be orderliness, that's why there's a leader, there's a pastor, there's an oversight. There are people who have responsibilities who lead different responsibilities just to make sure that there's orderliness. So we say So we said. The pastor plays a major role in feeding, but the pastor can only feed united hearts. you know the matter is? So who can still hear this, my Someone and still decide not to do anything? That's the problem. Then you'll be wondering, what, why did you come to service? What did you hear? It's not the... the thing on, Now, somebody will say, am I teaching this because I want you to be involved? Yes, that is why I'm teaching it. So that you can be a good member. That's why I'm teaching it. I don't even want you to have another mind. (laughs) That is exactly why I'm teaching it. So that you understand that you've not been doing well before, now you can do well. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, you know you can step up better all of us all make mistake you probably don't know and that's why a teaching like this is coming you probably were not taught you don't know but that's why a teaching is coming like this so that you can i mean you you now know right you now know how to act i don't I, some people have never been taught before they don't know what the local church is all about that's why i'm taking a, a time to teach it some don't know you can't blame them i mean we live in a world where Technology has spoiled things where people permit that uh, you can stay online. I don't endorse things like is our messages recorded? Yes. Do we use the online platform? Yes. Do I encourage people to sit down and just be watching me from home? No, really. Yeah. Why is that, why is service like this recorded? Because I'm talking. I'm not just talking to those I'm talking to all our churches too. They're going to play this sermon in their different churches. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So, when we come together, we allow our minds to focus on the real reason why we gather. And we said why we gather is for edification, right? Not for division, right? So, we didn't come for division. We came for what? So, that means why we are in this service this morning We have a united act of edification, right? And what did we say edification is? To build, right? To promote the growth of another, right? Yes. So we said, the reason why people can attend the church and in four to six months, their lives are changed or their lives are not changed is simply because of how they come. So, you see, people say, I've been in that church, nothing has happened. It's because of how they came. Yeah, I've been a pastor for a while, I can tell you. It's because of how they came. Some come to be blessed. And that's why I used to tell people. And that's why I'm saying it to you. Camp meeting is coming. I expect that a good member of a local church will start listing their desires. You say, Lord, what, what, do you, what are my expectations? We receive. Because many a times, we commonize a meeting because it's the church that receives. Then an outsider will receive better than we. And outsider that never know what's going on, will just come and just be blessed. It's always, I've seen this happen a lot of times. Such that, it is a newcomer that now shares testimony of how the meeting blessed them. You, who were who, who part of the people that cleaned this year, you don't even know what blessing was in the meeting. No, and that's because you didn't come with the right heart. And I said on Sunday, last week, we said, we said there is no useless believer, right? We said that. All right, we said there's no useless believer. There's no disadvantaged member. We said in Psalm 29, verse 1, everyone speak of his glory. And we said, and we said all of us, so, so let's just continue from there. We said all of us is responsible for the kind of atmospheres we create in our meetings. So that means everyone does his part. The body of Christ is edified. So that means, like I said, you are here to build with us. Tell your neighbor say you are here to build with us. Build with us. You're not sound like you meaning? Are you are here to build with us. So that means as we pray, as we worship God, we create the kind of atmosphere we want. So that means, as we prepare for Camp Meeting 2023, Supernatural Camp Meeting, can we create the kind of atmosphere we want that? This meeting is going to be a meeting of healings, miracles, diverse signs and wonders, encounters of the Spirit, visions, revelation, such that everyone is edified. Can we create it? Can we do it? Yes, yes because... We we all call with that mindset. So that means there must be a mindset in the mind of everybody that says, wow, camp meeting is going to be wow. It's going to be a time of glory. It's going to be such like I've never seen before. The power of God, the move of God, the word of God, thought that we understand God's word clearly. I'm going to, you know, we're going to understand. You're going to have that same mindset. So, the truth of the matter is, you are here to build with us. Because as we create the kind of atmosphere we want, everybody. So, it's not just the pastor alone. No, it's not. A lot of people think in the local church, which is not terrible, a lot of people think it's just the pastor. Let the pastor, I mean, I just want to come and be blessed. Not knowing that they also have a part to play in the service. So I'm here to take care of you as much as you are here to take care of me. It's every man's job to flow with the Spirit of God in the meeting. So that means if there is an atmosphere of love in a church, who will we create it? Who will we create it? All of us. If there is an atmosphere of division, who is going to create it? If there is an atmosphere of strife, who will we create it? If there is an atmosphere of gossip, anger, malice, who will we create it? All of us. We are responsible for it. If you are taught not to forgive one another, such that somebody step on your toe and you just get angry, we have created an, ang- an angry church. That is it. So you find a lot of believers today, especially in America, have made a lot of people say, I'm church out. I'm going to church hot. I I've heard that statement before. I'm going to church out. Uh, they offended me. That's why I left. Because the church created the kind of atmosphere they wanted. They created an atmosphere of hot to hurt people. Hot so that people will be offended. The truth of the matter is, there is no believers that gather together or people or human beings that gather that there will be no problem. That's the truth. I will offend you, you will offend me. But what binds us together must be stronger than what will break us. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Every one of us will offend one another. Every one of us will step on each other's toes. It happens. How many of you fight with your siblings before? I will lift my own hands. I have. How many of you have fought with your siblings before? Yes. But does that make the person? Does that make you the sister or the brother? The person? No. That is how it is with the body of Christ. We will fight. We will reconcile. We will continue again. So because we have to create an atmosphere of love. Because I said something. One of the greatest dangers of a church is that only the pastor is praying. Ah! No, it's terrible. All of us must be in one accord. Hope you know if you are really serving. If you are putting things together. You want to pray for the meeting to go well. One of the prayers we are praying is a good weather that week. Because we are trusting God that there will be no snow. Because people have to travel down. People have to call from different places. Flights, there will not be flight cancellation. But you know, if you are in one accord with the church, <laughs> you will be praying that with us. You will want, you will want the same desire we have. I, mean, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember there was a meeting we had some years back. It was 100% prediction sure that there will be rain. We prayed. The rain ceased. The rain didn't fall. Because people were coming from different places. And it was COVID period. And we know that this will be a, an excuse for people not to come. We prayed. The rain did not stay. Who burned the rain? <laughs> it was the next day the rain started falling angrily. The rain fell the whole day. It was like... Oh, all the anger that I wanted to use to fall that meeting, you doesn't fall in the next day. Are you getting what I'm saying? The church we are praying together, we are putting things together. So you pray with us too. You pray about the meeting. You pray for the pastor. You pray for everybody. You pray for the choirs. You pray for everybody handling things. You pray that even the technical things are going well. You pray for those coming that their flights, their travels, they are they have safe trips. You know what I'm saying? You pray because it's too. Imagine, God forbid. Imagine you hear a bad news and say somebody is coming for this meeting and I had an accident. How would you, would you like it? No, the reason why you will not care is because you are not you you are not probably even a member. A true member will not care, right? It's not his church now. But the reason why you two will not care is because you don't care too about the meeting. But that, you see that every part has to play its part. All of us have the parts to play. So when you see the vision in the local church, the church is... It's, it's because, what is lacking is love and the church is responsible for the atmosphere they, that they created. That's the truth. Supernatural community church can't be a place or a house of offense or a house of strife where we are not talking, where there's somebody you are not talking to. Nope. Even when we are one billion, we have love within us. Hallelujah. Say we have love within us. Yeah, love within us. There's no strife here, oh there's no anger, no malice. Will you get angry at some point at it is. Why not? You wake when you sleep and wake up, you continue, we'll continue our relationship as a church church members again. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> ah. So you can either help the ministry of your local church when you walk in love or you tear it down. You can. And the, the, the problem about many people is a lot of people don't know how to be a team player. A lot of people like to leave certain people to do certain things. I don't know about you, but no matter where I am, it has been my culture for years. I will be a team player. I remember when I first came to Rochester and I attended the service in URL. As they came in, I wanted to arrange. I helped them to arrange everything. I helped them to set up, drag out the mic, do everything. That's what a team player. I don't have to show myself. That's what a team player does. I won't be somewhere and I'll just be sitting down and be watching them do everything. Never. If I was in your shoe, that I I came to the church, I like the church and I've been attending for long, my my very next question is, what do I do? It has always been my custom for years. If I was in your shoe, sitting down, coming, my next question is, how how do I be a part of this? Even if you do not put me on anything, I will intentionally come early to, try to start doing something. I've done it all my life. There is nothing in church I have not done. You want to talk about sanitation? Or boy, people that will stand like this. Pastor is preaching, I'll just stand like this. I've done it. People that will carry a Bible for a pastor, I've done it. People, choir, I've done it. Usher, I've done it. What? Tell me. People that wash toilets, I've done it. There is nothing. technical. I've done it. I had to learn how to play drums because of church. Nobody taught me I just picked the drum because we didn't have drummer at that time in in the church where I was serving on that day and I was the assistant pastor. I picked the drum, learned it so that when there is no drummer there, I will just slot myself in. Because you must be a team player. Yes. You must. I was almost learning the keyboard, but it was just too difficult. <laughs> it was too difficult. The black, the white keys, you play the T, the T is not, the T is not me. I just left it. I just think that this is not my calling. There's nothing. Children, Church, I have done, I have took care of children before. Just that's where I met this, this boy, this brother, Children, Church. I've taught children before, hey, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Come, come, come. You want biscuits? You want candy? I've done it. When there was nobody teaching the children, I just told the pastor, I said, ah, why would children be dancing and they want to playing? I just said, ah, can I help? I did it. Yes. I remember there was a car I was using then. I used to use a Sienna car. My car, my car became church bus. And that car, when it is snowing, it will freeze. So the handle will not draw. So from the front, everybody will be jumping. (laughs) Everybody will be jumping from the front. I will go and pick everybody. I, I didn't even almost want to sell that car for long. Because I just felt like, ah, what will the church use? I didn't care whether I had the car or not have the car. It was church car. Nobody, they did not send me. All. In fact, that was even the, that was even the painful thing. <laughs> they did not send me. Nobody told me to do it. It was just. I can't just imagine that the pastor wants to preach and he's preaching to an empty church. Because I've, I went to the church. The pastor was preaching and the pastor was preaching like it's like saying one person in the service. One person was playing the keyboard for him. Me, I came inside and I sat at the back. I person was preaching and shouting, and the whole place. I kept walking around me. Ah, is there somebody this man is talking to that I don't see? Ah, he was saying, "Yeah, the gospel is about this." Ah, I look at all this year. Nobody is seated. Ha. Ah. I just said, "Well, I will start picking people to, to help the church." The next Wednesday like this, I bought my sienna, pack people, pack all my friends. Ah, at least let let the man be encouraged with what he's preaching. That's the truth. But a lot of us, we don't like it. We just want to sit down and just let them do everything for me. What part are you playing? Let them just do everything for you. And that thing evolves around our lives. Then we get to our jobs. We are complaining. The reason why you are complaining your job is because you are not a team player. If you are the boss, you can't complain. This thing, everybody is just, everybody is just doing the, they are not even paying us well. If you are the boss, you can't talk like that. And some people can be very distracted in a service. That's why thank God we used to pray about that, that we are not distracted in this, how we are focused. As simple as supernatural causes, some people just be looking at it and say, "Why is that thing not turned upside down? It's not arranged, and that will just be the distraction." And it's because, it, assuming it was part of people that fixed it, he will not be distracted though. I'm basically can just be angry. Why is the projector not working this month? They are singing, so I don't understand. And person can just be angry. Well, you know, if you're a real member, you know, you'd be praying to God, Ah, please, God, please let the projector work. I've been to meeting before, and I remember there was a day we had a conference. The mic did not work, and people were already waiting. And it was a very large meeting. We were setting up. The person that wanted to come and help us to run the generator. But uh, it's not, it's not now that there's light. <laughs> not this way, ready, this there's light. Is. But also the whole generator did not come. Ha! Huh? Light, no mic, nothing. So everybody was not there, the place was echoing. Hallelujah. Everybody, you will be saying hallelujah. You'll be hearing that the back. You will be shouting, hallelujah! You'll be hearing yourself from the back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> because there was no mic. Everybody started praying. All my friends, all of us that were organized the meeting, we started praying. Go please, go please. Let this work. We had to start praying Mom, do Mondo braga it braga de braga de. Let this work. Let this work. He worked. Well, like, I thank you, Lord. We put everything together. That's because every part is playing. Imagine you call for camp meeting, the microphone did not work. Would you be bothered? It will work, oh. But <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine you did not. Would you be bothered? You know, there was a time in this ministry where we didn't Mike. Yes. You just see one little thing, Mike. You think it's Mike. It's not Mike. He was just recording, so just recording message. <laughs> but we're good. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So you can either help or enter the local assembly. So be, your purpose should be that you build it up and not to tear down. What is your mind towards the church? What is your mind? As you have been in supernatural community, some of you have been here three months, four months, five months, one year. What is, what's your mind towards the church? Because the truth of the matter is, if you are praying for the church, you will criticize it less. Anything you are praying about, you can't criticize it. Do you pray for the church? I will ask you a question. Do you pray for the church? Or you criticize? Do you murmur? You know people who murmur, gossip, complain about their local church, they can never contribute anything to it. In fact, even your job, let's even bring it to your job. You complain all the time. You can't be, can be effective with the job. If your job is just stressing, you are just complaining, mumbling, everything, you can't be effective. The same thing with the local church. Just complain. You touch your shirt, you say, ah, dust. What's this? Come on, why are they using basement? The stairs, the, the, the fact that I have to climb stairs is too stressful. <laughs> so tell your neighbor, say, you are here to build with us. You're not sound like you mean it? You're here to build with us. So people who murmur, people who gossip, people who complain about the church, they contribute nothing they contribute nothing to the local church. So the body edifies itself. The body edifies itself. So my blessing orders is to contribute to the local church. My blessing orders is to contribute to the local church. And I say it again. Anyone who murmurs, who complains, doesn't understand the power of prayer. Because those who understand the power of prayer know they can't complain, know that they cannot murmur. They know it. So to allow for the free flow of the Spirit in a local church, how we speak about our gathering also matters. So like we said, We said you you are here for ministry, right? To be built up, right? Edification, right? To build up, to promote, right? To bless one another. So anyone who understands the power of prayer knows they can't mumble. If you are really praying with your local church, or praying for your local church, or you belong to any of our prayer chains, you can't mumble. What will make you mumble? What will make you complain? You'll be seeking to see that everything goes well. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will. But many of us we don't even pray. We don't care. All just to. We don't care. But I know that that has changed, right? I mean, you guys are not rebellious Christians. You are, you are, you are good Christians. And you know, a good Christian will tell another Christian about his church. So, you know, the, the thing I used to ask some believers is, you go to a local church, they invite you to another church, you went. That's because you don't have anything you are doing. If you were the one that was to preach, would you have gone? No, everybody is quiet. If you were the one that was to preach, would you have gone? You would have invited the person and said, me, I'm the one preaching, come and hear me. That's because you don't have something you are doing. If you really have something you are doing, you will stay focused. Are you getting what I'm saying? Imagine you are the one that is supposed to, the, that they told you that your life, if you did not come and open the door for us, you will come now. So to allow for the free flow of the Spirit in the local church, how we speak about our gathering matters in Numbers 13, you see how, what they spoke about the promised land. They, gave, they brought report. They said we are like grasshoppers in their sight. They say ah, there was giants in the land. We are like grasshoppers in sight. They say no, we can't do it. So that means five people among us can enter the move of the spirit. Just five people, just two people, just three people among us can enter the things of the spirit. Because of the kind of things we say. Five people can also hinder a service because of what they say, and five people can also be can also be part of people that will say no. This meeting is a great meeting. Have you ever gone to a meeting before? And maybe you were very normal. Maybe you're going for a spiritual meeting or a Christian meeting, and you're very normal. And you just met somebody who was just saying, ah, this meeting, ah, my life will be changed, my life, and that will just change your mindset like, eh. Yeah. My life has been blessed. I mean, I've experienced that I of before. Your mind just, mindset just changed. Imagine all of us are saying, CAP meeting 2023 is going to be a great meeting. How about that? Do we believe it? Are you saying it? How about we say meeting 2023 great Yeah, it's going to be a great meeting. How about that's what we are saying all the time. As you are telling your friends to come, telling them to register and say, it's going to be a great meeting. Ah, it's going to be a powerful meeting. It's going to be a meeting. Ah, your life is going to be changed. How ah, about that. Imagine that's all we are saying for the meeting. You know, our lives will be changed. You know, what did Joshua and Caleb say? Say we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to possess it. And it's what they said came to pass. But those who said... The grasshoppers decide the they died in the wilderness. Numbers thirteen, numbers fourteen. That means words can help you flow and receive in the meeting. Even personally, as a pastor, I have a culture for a service. I just speak God's word. I just speak what I want. Haven't prayed? You speak. It says, "We believe, therefore we speak." So your mind and your words affect the flow of the Spirit in the meeting. Your mind, your word affect the flow of the Spirit in the meeting. So you tell yourself, it's a beautiful service. Understanding is mind. The power of God is moving. The power of God is working in this service. Your mind and your words affect the flow of the Spirit in the service. So, the question is, are you building or tearing down? Look at the woman with the issue of blood. She said, if I but touch the hem of the garment, I shall be made whole. I'll tell you something about the realm of the spirit. Your mind and your words are contact realms. They are the faith realms. So, that means, if I, let me, let me, let me, look at me, guys. If I, if I imagine in my mind that, wow, this is about to be a very great meeting, and I use my words to say it, that's, that's it's going to happen. You remember, we, we studied how faith confession works, and we said, your believing and your words matter, right? Your mind, your heart must be in agreement with your words. It's just like how you, it's like you want to give a revelation. You want to minister to somebody. You want to give an utterance. You want to give a, a word of knowledge. Your mind and your heart and your words must you say I know I'm going to flow with the Spirit. I know I'm going to bless a life. And you just go with it. So your words matter. So in flowing with the Spirit, you need your words. You must allow yourself to be prepared. Before coming to a meeting. i ask you, how do you prepare before coming to a meeting? You know, let me ask you a question. If you have a meeting with Elon Musk, let's say on Tuesday morning, what would you do? He gives you a time and he tells you, he wants to teach you how to make it in life. Now, let's let's do an interactive session. What would you do? And you're in Rochester and you have a meeting with Elon Musk Tuesday morning. And it tells you, I want to teach you how to make this money. And just, if I teach you for just one hour, you're going to, you're going to be, your name is going to be on the next for list. What would you do? You what? Travel. You travel? Uh-huh. Take work. You take off work? You what? You, you make sure, you, you book your hotel, you make sure you are there. When you are with him, what would you do? You have your notepad because (laughs) you have to take, you have to write something. Or probably record. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's say it says, don't record me. But you have to, you take take your notes. You can't use phone in that type of meeting. Uh, You say you are on serious now. I don't know if I could get to I don't know if I would. I remember I, I had I was privileged sometimes, some I was in the airport. And I met, in fact, I met one man. He was very rich. I don't know. I don't know that rich people also sit in economy. It was that day my mind changed. <laughs> he was jeering and all of those things. I just felt an serious person is sitting beside me. Pff, oh. So he just saw, we just, I just said, hey, good morning, good morning. So he just saw, I think I brought out my bag, because I always have my Bible and study material sometimes, because sometimes, so except, I, so except I want to watch a movie, or I want to sleep, or sometimes, it just depends on my mood, what I want to do. Or sometimes I can prepare and say, oh, I want to go and study. So that day, I think I had a notepad where I was just writing something. He said, are, are you a Christian? I said, yeah, I'm born again. He said, yeah, me too, I'm born again. Ah, I looked at the earring, I looked at everything, I, said, I looked at the chain. He said, You're, you're, you're judging me, with this thing I you? He said, No, I'm actually a pastor. Yeah? <laughs> he said, It's just to disguise. He said, I'm, I'm flying now, I don't want anybody to, to know me, this and that and that. He said, he said, I also do business. He started telling me how the kind of money he makes, this and that. Me, I was still pressing my phone when I was when it was still telling me born again this and that. I, I dropped it. I I just opened my note in my phone as he was teaching. As he, I, I would call it teaching. As he was teaching me, the fly was taking off. In fact, the, the me, I was hungry as the old test was almost passing me. I, I just had to please, 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 don't pass me by. <laughs> Give me my food first. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry, so I'm really sorry, so I'm just very hungry, but I had to continue. I was taking notes. I was learning. Some people come to a meeting, they don't take notes. How do you want to remember everything I've said since morning? How? Even if you are AI, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Some people before me and say, we have retentive memory. Who are you deceiving? Even the words your professor is saying in school, tell me what they said. Even the words your, your boss told you last, the team meeting your boss had with you on Friday, can you remember? You can't remember. The team meeting, they say, let's just, you know, we're just talking about the developmental issues. You can't remember because you not take notes. But that's why they will give you PowerPoint. So that you can, why do you think they give you PowerPoint and slide the people say that you can go back to it and say, I remember I was talking to one of my boss some years ago when I was working in one place. Uh, they say, ah, it's, were you not in the meeting? They just, <laughs> I was actually in the meeting, but almost I was tired. I was feeling sleepy. So I was just looking at them like it was a very early in the morning meeting, like night, and me, I don't function properly in the morning like that. So as they were just in the meeting like that, and I had to quickly get to work early because of that meeting. So I just, as, I, as they were just in the meeting like that, I was looking at them and I was seeing visions, revelations, everything. My eyes were just going. So I, now, I was now asking questions. Two days after. I was like, so this thing we've not seen. Were you not in the meeting that last time? We, we spoke about it. Go to the PowerPoint. Ah, I said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you prepare. You know, how would you tell somebody that meeting? you have a roommate, what would you say to the roommate? Wait, that you are going to a How would you say it? You say, ah, I'm about to be rich. I'm about to have a breakthrough. I mean, you say, see, better, the Lord has done great things for me. You better start respecting me. By the time I'm coming back, I left a poor man, I'm coming back a millionaire. You know, there's a way you'll be talking about it. You will have have your question typed. The kind of questions you want to ask. You see your desires. Now imagine we say camp meeting, we want to have an appointment with God. Someone say, oh, it's not the same. <laughs> 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 it's not the same. No, God. You have your desires. That's why we create desires. Lord, this is what I want. You start talking about it. You bring friends. Imagine Eleon tell tells you, you must come with 10 people. He, he says, 10 is small. I can do 15. You will suddenly know how to do evangelism. I'm going for a meeting with Eleon You your, your WhatsApp status, traveling to Eleon ticket paid. Anyone interested, call your mark. You will do it. But it is because you don't care. That's so why you don't post your church uh, something. So, flow with your spirit, in the spirit with the local church. You say that your words matter? Uh, the purpose of your heart matters. Play for me, I close. So, we want to be edified and our words are important. We're going to continue next week. We'll stay on this week. So, our words matter because God wants us to be edified. So that means you can be prepared before coming to a meeting. There is a purpose of art. It wants me to be edified. My words matter. So that means I can wake up in the morning and just say, it's going to be a great service this morning. My life is going to be changed. That difficulty for me will be over. I will see things afresh. I will see you. I will hear your voice. I will have a great time. I will have a great account of that camp meeting is coming it's not just another ordinary meeting it's camp meeting camp meeting by the spirit of god times of refreshments, seasons of outpourings renewals of the holy ghost freshness great times of demonstrations every believer Flowing with the gifts of the spirit, accurately, the word of God, taught precisely. I will listen. I will be blessed. So your words are important. Let your words communicate the glory of God. Psalm twenty-nine, verse one, nine says, "Everyone speak of His glory." Churches where their members listen. Churches where their members speak highly of their local church or their pastor. They get things done. They see results. They see things move well in their life. I mean, churches where they call their pastors papa, they expect, no, I mean, we don't, I don't appreciate those kind of appellations anyway. Where they just esteem their church, you know, Ah, today. Ah, we don't even ah this service. They seem to get things. No, their life seems to move forward. That's why we are teaching this series. That you you can understand how to be in a local church, how to prepare. Your church is having a meeting, you walk around your schedule, you prepare for it. Remember the analogy I gave. If you were do if you were told you were going to receive twenty thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars per session, nobody will beg you to come, nobody would have begged you to register, or they tell you invite your friends for the meeting. Nobody will beg you to do it. You would have done it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So how do you speak about the church? Let's be on our feet as we pray for ourselves. How do you speak about your church? How do you speak about your meetings? The Sunday service, Tuesday service, prayer meetings, camp meeting is coming. Lift your voice and pray. How do you speak about meetings, the church how do you speak about it are you building with us or you are tearing down with us use your voice and pray are you building with us or you are tearing down with us are you saying glory or you are saying doom let your words communicate the glory of God how do you speak before the church service what do you say do you say my life will be changed? My life will be blessed. Everything will work well on this service. My needs will be met. You know, lift your voice and pray. Make adjustments in your heart. Do you talk to people about your church? Do you talk to people about your church meetings? Do you do it? Lift your voice and pray. Pray, make adjustments in your heart. Are you building with us or you are you tearing down with us? What do you say before a service? Sister Rocha was leading us in prayer. She was telling us, how do you prepare before this meeting? It's your voice, pray. Does your words reflect the power of God for the meeting? Camp meeting is great. Camp meeting, we are seeing the glory of God. Sight and sounds. Fresh fire. Oh, I see cloud of glory. Heavy outpourings. Thank you Lord. See, don't miss this camp meeting. I'm telling you. You know why? Mm. It's a prophecy God gave us three years ago. And we are just acting on it. We did glory meeting last year as like a spinet for this meeting. And this one. <laughs> if you thought you've seen anything yet, this one. You don't want to miss it. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's leave hands just thank the Lord this morning. Thank him this morning. Bless him.